Hello, everybody. This is Tyler Trumbauer, and welcome to a brand new episode of the KOB podcast, exclusively on the Kistler O'Brien Fire Protection YouTube page. We thank you all for tuning in for our new episode. If you missed any of our previous ones, we encourage you to check those out as well on our YouTube channel. And today we got a good one to wrap up 2020, uh, the year that probably many of us would like to forget. We want to wrap it up with several of our key members of our sales team here at Kistler O'Brien, our four service sales reps, Jason Evans, Randy Bergstresser, Brett Marinelli, and Andrew Perry are joining me here for this episode to look back at 2020, how the coronavirus pandemic has impacted businesses, both big and small, the ones that we are dealing with as our customers on the front lines, as well as how it has impacted how these four gentlemen have conducted their business here amidst a global health crisis and what that will mean for us doing business as a life safety partner moving forward in 2020. Gentlemen, thank you all for joining me today. And and Andrew, I kind of want to start this conversation off with you. 2020, as I said at the top, has impacted everybody in a different way, in some way, shape, or form. When you look back, I mean, this has almost been nine months we're in this pandemic now when things really started to break in mid-March. How has it impacted you in your daily life as a service sales rep? Um, I would say probably the biggest thing, and I think a lot of us would would say this in various roles, is uh, working remotely and the change in how we manage our time. Uh, it's probably been the the toughest thing for me because I've I've been doing this for you know 12, 13 years now, and uh, you know you get into a groove, you have your you know what works for you, uh, you know, and then and then this hit, and uh, you know just be being on the road, being out in front of people, that's kind of what I thrive on. And uh, that was obviously taken away. Uh, so trying to figure out how to manage your time best, uh, you know, to be effective as a salesperson and at the same point, maintain those relationships and, uh, you know, gain new relationships as well. It, it's tough to do that. Um, you know, and then also you have the, the wild card factor working from home with the little ones running around and, you know, those are the best distractions you can have. But, uh, you know, time management, I think, was probably the biggest thing uh, that I had to adjust to. And I think a lot of us, you know, a, a lot of us in various roles throughout the company would probably say the same thing. So certainly how to be socially distant. And then now I think the phrase is physically distant. So how can we still socialize while being physically distant from each other? Brett, kind of the same question to you. I know you're the type of guy that likes to go knock on doors and just introduce yourself to these people. But now, like Andrew said, most people aren't in an office location. And two, if they are, they probably are limiting guests and visitors. How has this impacted your strategy here this year? See, at first there was a big question mark because uh, everybody was kind of like, you know, how long is this going to last? What's what's going to happen? You know, there was there was a lot of question marks when it when it first hit. Um, so with me, for the first couple of weeks, it was a big adjustment because I had to reevaluate how I was doing my business and not knocking on those doors. But I was able to use, um, you know, the social media platforms, the LinkedIn's um, and still reach out to uh, my customer base, whether that be new customers or existing and let them know that, you know, we're here for anything that you need. We are considered essential and uh, these services that we provide you are, are essential. Um, and, and they need to be handled. Uh, so that was the biggest thing for me. 
was transitioning from going out and just walking in somewhere to uh, using the LinkedIn's of the world and sending the emails and picking up the phone and, uh, you know, making those phone calls and introducing myself. Um, but, you know, that, that, that was the biggest thing that I, that I ran into. What were those first few weeks like for you trying to navigate doing your job, promoting life safety, ensuring your customers are still taken care of and not missing important service and maintenance and installation while basically we're under a stay at home order from our state officials? Oh, it was tough. North Jersey's my territory and they were hit very hard uh, and they were under a lot of restrictions. So, I mean, I, I'm one that likes to get out to the customer, shake their hands, put face to face, uh, and make them feel comfortable uh, about who they're dealing with for their fire protection needs. So, I, I mean, I had to reach out in different manner this time. I had to social media, got hooked up on LinkedIn, uh, other ways to communicate since I couldn't get face to face with customers. J Jason, uh, obviously, all the guys have talked about how they're trying to reevaluate. I mean, your salespeople, your your people, people by nature. That's why you're in your job and you're successful at what you do. But how have you seen the relationship change with the business owners? How have you seen that kind of change, how you interact with business owners and business owners interact with you? Because I don't think business owners across every sector have faced the challenges they have this year like they ever have before. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I was forced to adapt and you know using technologies like zoom and the the microsoft teams and the social medias um you know a lot of my bigger businesses you know that have hundreds of employees you know they were affected a little different than my small you know mom and pop businesses um i think the smaller mom and pop businesses you know they had to lay off employees um you know they had to they had to think outside the box and maintain their establishments um you know all the modifications that they had to do um, you know, to make the public feel safe, you know, to frequent their establishments, um, you know, had quite a toll on them, um, you know, and then, you know, with my bigger businesses, um, a lot of my contacts I talked to, you know, their setbacks were, you know, employees getting sick um, or, or, you know, employees just not feeling safe, you know, to come into work. Mm -hmm. And um, that had a direct effect on their production. Um, you know, and just just the added costs that, uh, you know, big or small business had it, businesses had to endure, you know, for safety measures, you know, wasn't wasn't budgeted, you know, prior to Corona. So, you know, you down in the Delaware Valley, they were also hit fairly hard early on the big cities that have been impacted, especially in that March and April wave. What did you see from business owners and especially now in the city of Philadelphia? where they have even stricter restrictions than the rest of the Commonwealth have seen throughout of this, where you know indoor dining has been limited more often and other restrictions. What have you seen from the business owners that you deal with daily? Sure, so that's a great question. And, and to add on to the last question tied into that, to this, uh, another challenge in, re in regards to that is, in my individual territory, like you said, Philadelphia, uh, you know, the shutdown affected those businesses differently than Montgomery, Bucks County, Chester County, Delaware County. So trying to really read the room and stay in tune with my customers and the very the different levels of challenges that COVID provided for them. Uh, you know, that was another unique thing. Um, so so, yeah, so that was definitely tough. Um, Philadelphia, 
you know, they have their own set of unique set of problems, the business owners that I talk to there that are different from Montgomery and Bucks. But that also gave, gives me an opportunity to, you know, understand what their problems are and address them on a case to case basis based on where, you know, they're located best. So it helps me kind of, you know, it's been very important to maintain the relationships we do have in each area so that I can gauge what problems other people could potentially be having in those areas. So uh, it's 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 been crazy because, like you mentioned, my territories, you know, had various, you know, cases, levels of cases and and, you know, obstacles caused by those. Brett, we talked about talk. We talked about the communication with all of these business owners. And as Jason alluded to, just the sheer cost of operating during these times. Revenues down, expenses through the roof right now. PPE, um, you know, other, you know, people are um, improving their HVAC systems and their air filtration and things like that. Um, what has your message been to these business owners who still need to keep up on their life safety inspections and maintenance while they're also trying to do everything they can to save money because they don't know whether next week their business is going to be limited or even worse, shut down. What's been your kind of communication with them? The biggest thing that um, that I, you know, I, I used was you, you have to you have to uh, have empathy for them. You know, it's big. You know, you, you really feel for the especially the mom and pops, um, which there are a lot here in the Lehigh Valley, a lot of restaurants that we handle and, uh, you know, the different places like that, the, the smaller businesses. So you, you really got to, you know, I really had, you have to feel bad for them, um, you know, because it's, it was a shock to everybody. So, you know, it was just reiterating, you know, life safety, um, you know, if you're, if they were shut down for a certain amount of time, you know, hey, maybe we don't do your inspection uh, while you're closed. Uh, we'll wait, you know, a couple months till you open back up. And when you're ready, we'll get you rocking and rolling and we'll get you back up to business, uh, you know, back up and get your inspections squared away for you. So that was a big thing with me. Um, the other thing was, you know, ex especially when they shut down the construction sites, um, that, that was another big thing because, you know, I do deal with a lot of general contractors and warehouses in the Lehigh Valley. They're, they're, they're going up everywhere. Um, so when that shut down for was, that was big, you know, I had an effect. Um, but you know, you just, you just stayed in contact with them and they reached back out to us once they were back up and running and let us know, you know, what they needed and just make sure that you're there when they, when, when, when they need you. That was the biggest thing. Um, just making sure that they know, uh, whenever they're ready, we're going to be there for them. You know, we've been in business for uh, over 87 years now and, uh, we're not going anywhere. We are essential and you know, we have whatever you guys need. And Randy, for you, obviously you talked about your area in, in New Jersey, um, you know, so you're trying to balance, you know, what their rules and restrictions and, and safeguards that are in place right now and trying to understand how that impacts because, you know, the New Jersey state officials are doing a little something different than the Pennsylvania state officials. So trying to understand what their current guidelines are what has what have you seen from the business owners in New Jersey who have been do, dealing with a different set of guidelines and restrictions and different waves of cases than Brett or Jason's business owners and different than Andrew's business owners, as we talked about earlier with the city of Philadelphia? Well, even when they were able to to open back up, they were under strict guidelines. 
and we actually sent out a flyer for our customers to, to do a checklist before they let people get back in into their facilities just to keep everybody safe and make sure their their fire protection systems are up to par. This new normal and all the things we've gone through this year, in your opinion, Jason, how do you see this impacting the businesses you serve, the business that you conduct moving forward in 2021 and post this coronavirus pandemic? Yeah, well, I, I think we all learned a lot. Um, I realized that, you know, the, the brick and mortar of the world, you know, they're still needed for warehousing and manufacturing, you know, but uh, outside of that, you know, we also learned many jobs can be performed remotely. Um, you know, I, I project, you know, many businesses, you know, could downsize their operations moving forward, um, you know, sadly to say, but um I think we uh, had no choice um, and we're doing the best we can with what we got. And I mean, with today's technology, you know, life goes on, um, you know, life safety is no different than health safety. Um, you know, uh, the pandemic opened the eyes for many and uh, you can't you, you can't put a, a cost on a life, you know, I mean, so adapt to change and, you know, start budgeting for the unexpected. And, and Brett, what do you see? with the people you work with and how maybe you need to adapt permanently after all of this is over 2021, 2022 um, in this new normal. Again, it's the, you know, it's the utilization of, of the technology that's out there. Um, it's nice now that, you know, from a, from a business and a sales standpoint, and a lot of customers are adapting to the technology. Um, and, and and very open to using it. Whereas when you first started, it was they were kind of like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to use that. Or, you know, when you're trying to set up meetings, but now a, a lot of the businesses and everybody are, they're, they're up to par with it. And they have, you know, whether it's the Zoom or the Microsoft Teams. So that, that's been very beneficial um, with tapping into the market and, you know, the expansion here in the Lehigh Valley. Um, the medical, the medical buildings, the hospitals, all those, I mean, they're, you know, you got hospitals going up everywhere. Um, and it's very important for them to, to have their inspections done, um, especially in the, in the middle of a pandemic when they're at full capacity. So, you know, with, with us being able to, in our company, supplying our techs with the proper PPE and, um, you know, having our test, our, 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 uh, techs, tested every morning before they hit the road and knowing that they're in good health and that they can go into these locations and uh, service them. Um, that has been very beneficial for, for, uh, for me and not holding our customer, holding the customers back from getting the inspections that they need and moving forward, you know, they understand that, Hey, things are going to change. You know, it's, you know, when it when with billing and with, you know, contracts, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's just, it's just all changed, and it's not more. It's not so much in person anymore as it is over the phone, email, Teams, LinkedIn, all that stuff. How thankful are you, and 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 you know your thoughts on on the technicians of how they've been able to step up as well, adapt and change on the fly, and can you continue to be on the front lines through all of this? Oh, we couldn't do it without our technicians. I'm very thankful. 
um, you know, and they were, you know, dealing with the strict guidelines. You know, they they had their masks on, which was a difficult task. They had to learn how to how to work with them. They kept their gloves on. They sanitized their tools. They social distanced. I mean, life safety is, is our goal. And we just wanted to take care of our customers and keep our technicians safe at the same time. Very good point. And Andrew, what do you feel like this new normal will bring for you and your customer base um, in, in the areas that you serve and kind of what you already may see a trend going that way, expedited by what's happened over the last few months? Sure. So I'm going to put a different spin on this, uh, I guess. So a positive spin. Something that I've I've seen and taken from this is uh, with all the changes that are happening and that we're having to adjust to and the lack of social interactions that we're having, I think people are looking for a sense of normalcy and comfort and relation. So we have an opportunity as service salespeople in the life safety industry in particular, when people are already concerned enough about are my facilities and are my employees protected? We have an opportunity to really develop a, a, a new level of trust with our, uh, you know, our customers. I, I think that's extremely important. And that's invaluable. Um, that's something that I've noticed because when you, when I know a lot of my facilities contacts aren't on site every day, they're there maybe three days a week, you know, and then their their sites are their babies. You know that they've watched after those facilities for for decades so to have that trust that that person's going to pick up the phone at 11 o'clock at night you know when you have an emergency uh that's happened a few times during the pandemic and uh, you know to be able to respond to those calls and separate ourselves from the competition uh by having a personal relationship with our customers uh, that's something that I'm really hoping to, you know, that, that this continues to go in that direction and we can capitalize, uh, you know, just by developing deeper relationships with our customers and hopefully in turn getting referrals because that's the best type of, you know, that's the best thing that, that we can get as salespeople is, you know, salespeople is referrals and, and uh, you know, then we can develop those relationships. So I'm excited about that as far as change goes with this. And, and Jason, you know, we are an essential business. We have been since day one, since that label has been coined back in March during the stay at home orders here in Pennsylvania and across the country. Um, and throughout it all, we've actually been actively hiring for people. You know, unemployment was at like the highest it has been in, in years earlier in the pandemic due to temporary closures and unfortunately permanent closures now. Um, but what, I mean, how do you, feel about KOB, how they've handled this whole whole pandemic and what you would tell to anybody that's looking to potentially, you know, join the KOB family based on what you know from the company being here for years and how they've operated during these unprecedented times. Well, I mean, it's it's I'm grateful that I, I work for an essential company. I mean, we're basically like a public utility. Uh, you know, the show must go on. You know, life safety can't take a back seat. Um, and I mean, you know, I can only speak from my own experience, but, uh, you know, my three and a half year tenure, um, I tell people, you know, if, uh, you tried working for the rest, it's time to come work for the best. I like that. I like that. I don't, I don't know if we can, if we can beat that and, and, and Randy, maybe I'll, I'll kind of get that to you as well. 
someone that's been here, you know, even longer than, than Jason and, and you've been around the company for, for a bit and, and different roles and, and kind of seeing it from a lot of different angles. Um, you know, what are your thoughts? Obviously, you've enjoyed your time here. That's why there's a lot of people that have been here for many years. But at the same time, like I said, I mean, we have more than a half a dozen open opportunities right now to join. Your thoughts and, and what you would kind of tell to someone that may have lost their job temporarily, maybe looking for an essential company to work for, um, or maybe just a, uh, you know, a change of pace or scenery. Oh, I can only say one thing. Kistler O'Brien Fire Protection is the best company in the business. I mean, we do everything, you know, fire extinguishers, kitchen, sprinkler, fire alarm, special hazard, even fire training, design, install, you know, inspection and maintenance. Um, you know, I've been with the company for 22 years and they promote growth within our, our company, our organization. They train you, they teach you to move up. So there's plenty of opportunities. Um, Kislo O'Brien is, is a large company, large enough to take care of all your fire protection needs. But the thing that really gets me and that kept me with the company is it's more like a family, a fire protection family. It treats you like family. Is there a story that you reflect back on an, an interaction, a conversation you had with a business owner that maybe will stick out to you about, um, you know, how this has impacted them and your relationship with them? Any of you feel free to jump in on that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I was at a church. Um, in the beginning of the, the pandemic, I mean, we might, must have been like two weeks in and um, finding masks and stuff at that time wasn't the easiest thing to do. So, you know, I had my mask on. It was just, you know, regular, you know, paper mask. And I walked in and the guy says, oh, man, he says, I got, he goes, you, you, go, you guys go out a lot and, and, and do these things. And I said, yeah, I go out. I said, you know, it's slowed down a little bit here and there. He says, well, I want to make sure that you're protected. And he opens his closet and he hands me a box full of N95 masks. Whereas at the time, you couldn't get them anywhere. And he said, here, he says, you need these. You guys need these more than we need them here. He said, you know, give them to your technicians, give them to your people. Um, and I, I couldn't be more thankful. I was just blown away that he was just willing to just hand those over to us. And uh, how thankful he was that we were still coming out to assist him with his life safety needs. Um, and, and another customer that uh, we just brought on board, you know, they weren't getting the service that they uh, were supposed to from their current provider. So they called us up and I mean, the turnaround time, we were able to get out there within 48 hours and, and it's a large corporation and get them exactly what they needed. And they were very thankful and, you know, he has contacts all over the Lehigh Valley with, you know, the bigger corporations. So he was able to pass my name along and, you know, say, hey, Kislow O'Brien, you know, I wasn't getting it from my previous provider. They wouldn't show up. The pandemic, they said they were busy with other other things right now. They would get to us when we could. But I called Kislow O'Brien and they had somebody out here in 48 hours, you know, and then uh, he was able to relay that to, you know, his friends in the business and, you know, it, it, you know, it all worked out and, you know, we were able to help them out and get them what they needed. And in turn, you know, they were able to help us out and, you know, turn it around and give us some more customers. So, Certainly. And those are two, two great I, stories. Yeah. yeah. I'll chime in, Tyler, on that note as well. Uh, I know we talked about empathy being important. We also talked about being a lot more focused on LinkedIn and social platforms for communication. 
you know, naturally, with that being the case, you know, I, I'm able to see, unfortunately, a result of this is people losing their jobs. And you see that on LinkedIn updates, so-and-so is looking for a job. And two months ago, you know, you were working with them trying to get their fire systems back up to speed. Uh, you also see the opposite. You know, there's companies such as ours that there's increased demand just based off of what they do uh, and they're hiring. So being able to make those connections, there's been a few opportunities to do that, to kind of say, hey, I know you're looking for someone. I know this guy's a, a great guy and, and he does a great job. I think there might be a good fit and just bringing those two together. Um, you know, that's an opportunity that I, I've, I've been thankful for it. And I, you know, I hope those relationships work out. But, um, you know, I think we all need to come together and look out for each other and try to, you know, make those connections. Yeah, uh, I'll just say a few words here. Um, yeah, one thing that stuck out uh, to me is, you know, when when businesses were shut down, um, you know, when when they did flick the switch, um, you know, they needed us to be there, you know, to make sure their sprinkler systems or fire extinguishers, everything was up to par. And, um, you know, I, I know a couple of small business owners as well, you know, had said to me, hey, look, you know, when when they said we could open, you know, <laughs> we, we want to open tomorrow, you know, but, uh, you know, there was, you know, they had to get up with the code and whatnot. And, uh, you know, they were thankful that that we were there, you know, in a pinch. Um, to get them up and running as quickly as possible so they could get back to, you know, normalcy. Guys, once again, thank you. I appreciate your time today uh, for joining us for this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, thank you for your insight uh, today. And uh, thank, you. thank you all our viewers for, for tuning in for our final episode of the KOB podcast here in the year 2020. We want to thank you all who have uh, viewed our handful of episodes that we've had previously. Uh, please check them out if you have not done so already on our YouTube channel. And don't be upset. We'll be back with more episodes in 2021. I'm Tyler Trumbauer with Kissler O'Brien Fire Protection. We'll talk to you then.